Welcome to the Created for This Birth podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Lewis. I'm a holistic mama to a four-year-old, currently pregnant with my second, a childbirth educator, and lover of all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. I'm here to equip you to birth without second-guessing your choices, empower you to trust your God-given abilities, and encourage you to choose faith and strength over fear and coercion. Each episode, I'll cover different topics, interview professionals, and more. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready for a class, check out createdforthisbirth.com. Now let's dive in. All right, so I, at the time of recording this, am fighting some kind of congestion. I haven't felt sick, so I don't really know what's going on, aside from us getting rain and colder weather finally in East Texas, but... Sure hope it's gone soon. So if I sound extra congested and breathy today, <laughs> that is why. Um, so I had asked one of my friends who's had three kids what some topics are that she would have liked to learn about. And one of them is one that we're going to cover today. And that is the differences between OBs, midwives, and doulas. Um, so first, let's just touch on your location options. And that will impact the type of care team that you will be able to have. Um, You have hospitals and attached birth centers to hospitals. You have your standalone birth centers and then home birth, of course, is an option in most states. Um, And then really wherever you'd want to give birth. And this would, of course, legally, um, this would be more considered your free birth or your unassisted birth. I've seen mamas choose to have their babies on their land or in their woods, um, which is super cool, but it's not for everyone. Um, It's also not what we're talking about today. So (laughs) if you want to look more into that, feel free to look that up. Or um, I know there's a couple Facebook groups even about that. So for some, it might be confusing to hear that there are hospitals that offer midwives, because usually when you think midwife, you think out of hospital. Um, But there are attached birth centers to some hospitals. Some of them even provide pools for water births, which is super cool. Um, There are different types of certifications for midwives. So that's kind of why you'll see some that are in a hospital setting and some that aren't. And we will cover that then. Um, Let's keep in mind as we go over today's episode together, when you think of where you want to give birth, what do you have in mind? All right, so an OB is going to be your trained surgical specialist. They are trained to handle high-risk pregnancies. They view birth more as a medical condition. Um, They might be quicker to encourage interventions. Your average appointment time is probably like six to ten minutes, I would say. Um, You spend most of your time with the nurse, getting all the information beforehand, um, they attend the pushing phase of labor for the most part. They they may check in here and there, but for the most part, they're just there when the baby is coming out. And they are trained in management of labor abnormalities. And many may have never seen a totally unmedicated, undisturbed physiological birth. And your midwife is going to be fully trained to handle normal birth and variations of normal. Um, They believe birth is a physiological process to be trusted. And at the same time, they do transfer in the case of complications. They're trained to recognize them before it becomes an emergency. 
Um, they are present during your labor and your birth. Uh, they are mostly going to be more natural minded and more holistically minded. Um, one of the things that I enjoy is that your appointment times are all about you. They last usually about 45 minutes, sometimes even an hour. And it's just a more individualized care. They give counseling and support for your whole family's needs. Um, I had an OB with my firstborn up until we moved at 32 weeks. And it is possible to have a more open-minded OB, but you really want to make sure that if that is what you want, that you get that kind of figured out between the two of you. And sometimes they can seem like they're on your page and they're really not, or maybe they are. And um, that is wonderful. Like I'm not anti-OB. I'm not, I'm not opposed to um, any type of birth. What I'm here to do is support you in your choice and make sure that you feel informed and confident and that it's the right choice for you and not just something that you feel pressured into. So just that quick little disclaimer. Um, after we moved, I started care with an OB here and I also interviewed a standalone birth center with midwives because I was kind of open now. Um, I could kind of choose where I wanted to give birth, how I wanted to experience it. Um, it was really helpful, though, to see the difference in appointments and the atmosphere and all of that between the two of them. I love the OB that I saw here in our new town, and I still have her as my care provider for those kinds of things as they would arise. Uh, but I ultimately chose the midwife practice at the standalone birth center, and I really just knew that they would be able to give me the experience that I wanted better than a hospital would which, you know, was supporting me in a natural, undisturbed, peaceful, physiological birth. And that was exactly what I got. So let's cover the different certifications for midwifery. And you can look these up a little bit more on your own time. I suggest that you do, you know, compare and research and see what you can learn. Um, your certified nurse midwife, they are trained as a nurse with additional midwifery care. So even though they see birth as more normal, their medical training might mean that they're just not comfortable with certain variations. Um, your appointment's probably about 15, 20 minutes with them. And a lot of them work for OBs, so they're limited to those rules and policies of that practice. Now, a certified midwife, they have a degree or a background in a health-related field other than nursing, and then they went to a master's level midwifery education program. So they have similar training to your CNMs, and they conform to the same standards, but they're not required to have the nursing base component. And then the vast majority of your direct entry midwives in the U.S. Um, are going to be your certified professional midwives, your CPMs. This is the only midwifery credential that actually requires knowledge about and experience in out-of-hospital settings. So their education and their clinical training is focusing more on providing that midwifery model care in homes in those freestanding birth centers. And in some states, um, they may also be able to provide both your well-woman visits and cares and things like that in addition to the maternity care. It just kind of depends. Um, so hopefully that's helpful. I know we went through that fast. Like I said, you can Google it, see 
who has what in your area or what your state laws are. Join a Facebook group and ask around. Um, Definitely suggest that you do that while also doing your own interviewing and whatnot before choosing your care provider. Um, And real quick, before we move into a doula, we're flying through things today. (laughs) A good care provider is going to be someone that offers you supportive care rather than interventive care. I don't even know if that's a word, but um, they take into consideration your feelings, your thoughts, your concerns, and your priorities. They respect your right to make informed decisions. Um, And they also believe, you know, to a degree at least, I hope, that birth is fundamentally healthy and it's normal. And they're respectful of the fact that labor and this birth is a life-changing experience for you. Um, Hopefully you can keep those in mind as you do your interviewing with different providers. So, okay, a doula. So it's becoming more known that doulas can greatly change the experience that you will have with your birth. And I absolutely love it. (laughs) Um regardless of where you're giving birth. So doulas are not meant to control everything. They're not meant to be an overbearing presence. They can't tell your doctors or your nurses what to do. Um, They're there as a support person for you and your husband or your partner. Um, They are great for um, being your main labor partner, or they can help your husband support you and kind of guide your husband into what to try or apply pressure here or maybe see if she needs a snack. Um, How they interact with you at your birth is totally up to you and you get to decide that. So they'll help you with things like changing positions if you seem like you're getting uncomfortable. I'm a very big um, believer in just like intuitive positioning and so and there's different, um, different positions depending on what stage of labor you're in. Um, that are more beneficial than like the prior ones. So like at some point in labor, it's better to be kind of asymmetrical and have one leg up. And so doulas are trained in knowing those types of techniques to support you and make labor a little bit easier um, or at least make you a little bit more comfortable. They um, they can kind of think for you in the sense that they can remind you to like drink water or Um, They can give you essential oils to smell. Um, They'll do things like hip squeezes and counter pressure. And they could even go grab food for you and your husband after you've had your baby. I did that for one of my sweet friends, which was just an honor to be able to be at her birth and do that for them afterwards. Um, Or if your labor is taking a while, um, they may even want to go (laughs) grab something for everybody if you don't have anything on hand. So uh, the word doula actually means female helper or maidservant, and that's really what they're there to do. Every doula that I've met and talked with has the heart of a servant, and they really do have your best interest at heart. The goal is for you to have the birth experience that you want to have, and so however they can support you in that, that's what they want to do. They want to see you have the best experience, the least amount of trauma possible. But as a disclaimer, like anyone else, they're human. So that's not always going to be the experience that every mama's going to get. There are a few bad apples out there. Um, 
So whether they're a doula or even your care provider, if that was not the experience that you had with them, don't let this invalidate. Don't let that experience invalidate your experience, but don't also let it ruin you from trying someone else with the next baby if your doula didn't support you the best way possible. So real quick, let's look at some of the statistics that we have found for those that have had a doula supporting them in labor. So a 50% reduction in C-sections, 25% shorter labors, 60% fewer epidural requests, 40% less Pitocin, 30% less chance of narcotics, 40% reduction in forceps delivery, 33% more likely to initiate breastfeeding, and less chance of a low birth weight or preterm baby. Wow. So (laughs) you can go look these up. You can do your own research. In fact, I urge you to do so. But in closing, I want you to think about the birth experience you want to have, interview your provider options, and then choose the one that really you connect with and you trust that they're going to support you in the birth that you want to have, whether that's in a hospital or out of a hospital. And as a quick plug, I do have a workshop called Exploring and Navigating the Option of Home Birth. I go over this information that we just covered, but I also dive into the benefits of a home birth, how to prepare your home, how to prepare yourself, like some pain coping tips, um, a common concern is addressed about safety, we talk through overcoming your fears, who's a good candidate for home birth, and I even give some tips on writing a birth plan. You get lifetime access to it and a free PDF of 31 questions to ask your provider, and then also a template for creating your birth plan. So if that is something that you want to learn more about, or even if you're seriously considering one, check out my website in the show notes and get signed up for that access. All right, I will catch you next week. And if you're looking for more support, be sure to check out the resources that I offer at createdforthisbirth.com. I host webinars and workshops. I have free downloads for you, and I'm here to support you the best that I can. And if you're ready, I do offer online live courses from time to time. So be sure to check that out at Created for This 